Let the adventure begin with Chris Dinker Podcast. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 69. I am your host, Chris Dinker, and I hope that wherever you are in the world, that you are having a week of peace and contentment so far. I know that it has taken me a little while to get back to peace and contentment because this week I am talking about having a concussion. Why you might ask? Well, it's because I learned a lot from the experience. So first of all, um, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what happened. It was definitely um, self-induced. I can't believe that when it happened, I'm going, oh my gosh, did this really happen? In fact, I kind of made a joke about it at first. So on September 20th, I had just gotten home from my school day and I was eating some mixed nuts and I dropped an almond on the floor. I didn't want our son's dog to get to it. So I bent down really fast or so I was trying to bend down really fast to get it. I didn't quite bend down really fast because my head connected with one of our um, high-backed bar stools that is wood, and I cracked my forehead on the bar stool. Um, honestly, it it uh, brought me to my knees. My husband said it was such a loud crack that he jumped up from the kitchen table and came over because he goes, I thought you were going down. And I go, honestly, I thought I was going down too. I didn't see stars. I was seeing black. So, um, so yeah, but you know, the silver lining there was that I put my foot over the almond so the dog didn't get to it. So I, I had that, uh, the wherewithal to just, you know, keep the dog from getting to the almond. Not sure how or why. Um, but anyway, I, took a picture shortly after that with an ice pack on my head going, I think I might've given myself a concussion. I got up Thursday morning. I went to school, uh, worked all day. Um, midway through the day, I mean, I was steadily not feeling great. And, uh, one of my, um, colleagues slash friends at lunch goes, you need to go get checked. And I was like, yeah, but, but why would I go get checked when they're going to tell me something I already know? And she made the comment, you know, for insurance purposes, she goes, you know, if something like this is prolonged and you have something else happen and then your concussion was not, you know, basically on record, then there could be some issues with insurance. I'm like, good thinking. So I, I went to uh, my doctor on Friday morning. And it was confirmed that I had a concussion. So anyway, it, it's just, it was one of those things where number one, I'm not sure how I got through the day um, teaching on Thursday because the brain fog was so real. And I think one of the things that really concerned me was when a student came up to me and had asked about an assignment being put in the grade book from the day before that he had come in and talked to me about, and I had no recollection of that happening. That freaked me out, um, as well as when I was driving to school, which obviously I shouldn't have been driving to school, but I was at a four-way stop, and I honestly wasn't sure if it was my turn to go or not. So those were like two really big things in addition to you know, having a headache, obviously, you know, having a bruise and a, a 
you know, small knot on my forehead, um, having some nausea, being very fatigued. Those were things that also obviously led to, you know, going to the doctor. But, you know, long story here, but uh, I, it was just a very humbling experience because I was off on that Friday then. My doctor told me I couldn't go back to work until Tuesday, uh, the following Tuesday, and then I had a recheck then on the following Wednesday. So I was, you know, out of school off and on over the last week and a half. Um, I had to limit my screen time, which we all know that we spend a lot of time on screens. But I, I thought about at school, I project my agenda on what's called a box light. So it's projected. I do a lot of lessons using that. I'm using my laptop throughout the day at school. Um, you know, I text family and like to scroll through Instagram and Facebook. So there's a lot of screen time. And one of the things my doctor said is that obviously limit the screen time. And I said, and she said, you just need to really slow down and take it easy. And I, I was kind of joking when I said it, but yet I wasn't. I said, just so that I'm on the same page with you, what do you mean by slowing down and taking it easy? Because um, I had a, a plantar fasciitis uh, a few years ago when I was in my active running phase. And I went to a chiropractor quite a bit. And when he was starting to ease me back into running, he just said, go, you know, you can go for a short run, just take it easy. And I went for like a 20 to 30 minute run and come to find out he basically meant five minutes total like go down, run to the end of the block and then jog back and slowly increase your time. So therefore I needed it to be spelled out to me. So my doctor told me that I obviously needed to stay away from screens as much as possible. She goes, read a book. Otherwise don't really do a whole lot. Cause she said, your brain has been through trauma and it needs to heal. And one of the things that I thought about was the fact that you know, when you have a broken arm or a broken leg, something that people can see, they're like, oh yeah, you have an injury. Well, when you have a concussion, people can't see it. And so, you know, there's a tendency for people to say, hey, do you want to do this? Or you'd want to do that? Or do you want to watch this on TV? And, and it was really hard for me to say no, or I can't, or you know, my, my head's really bothering me. And then it was like that reminder, especially for my family, because I was around them, you know, even more than usual to have them remember and go, Oh yeah, that's right. You really can't. So that was one of the things I kind of learned from the experience is that um, it's important to slow down and it's important to voice what you need and to make sure that you're giving yourself boundaries. Obviously, those are great things in everyday life, but that's something that really resonated with me is to, you know, that I needed to set those boundaries. And as humbling as it was, I really needed to make sure that I expressed what I needed in different situations. It, it's a lot of times very hard for, I think, many of us to ask for help, but it's so important to be vulnerable enough and transparent enough when we need it to ask for it. I always think about what's the worst that can happen. Someone 
might tell us no or that they can't do something at a particular time, but we need to be able to ask for help when we need it. Um, and then I also figured out that I needed to start adding things back little by little. Um, you know, this is my actual, this week, uh, is my first full week back to school and I'm not sure how it's going to go, but I have to remember that after then a full workday to take it easy and listen to my body. And I think that was also something very important that I learned is I needed to really listen to my body, which was super hard because I had gotten into such a great rhythm back with my workouts that I had done um, 21 days in a row of week at workouts during the week. I was taking every weekend off. Basically, I would have kind of a walking day on one of the weekend days. And then one of the days I just took completely off from workouts. But I was working out every morning at 445 and I was showing pictures and putting the day, day 21. And then all of a sudden I, I ghosted <laughs> all of my social media and that was really hard for me to do, but easing back into it has been very, um, I don't know. It's been refreshing for me. It, I'm antsy to really get going again. I decided to do a 10 minute yoga workout this morning. And then when I got home from school today, I decided to do 20 minutes of weights. It was really hard for me to move that slowly, but I know that in order to be able to sustain that I need to add things back a little at a time. Uh, I know that maybe I won't work out every day this week and that's going to have to be okay. I think again, many times we will go like, just jump right back into stuff and are really hard on ourselves when we can't do it as well or in full force like we had been doing, we need to give ourselves a break, give ourselves grace. Think about it. We give everyone grace around us and are patient with everyone else, but a lot of times we're super impatient with ourselves. So that's something else that I learned, that I need to be patient with myself and understand that maybe I won't work out every day this this week and that's okay. So like I said, it was very humbling. And I also feel like something that was scary for me is that I was very transparent. My husband said to me, you know, when I went back to school last Tuesday, he said, are you going to tell your students about what happened? And I said, oh, 100%. Because number one, I know that they'll give me grace. And number two, I wanted to ask some of, ask them if any of them had ever experienced um, a concussion. The scary thing for me was at least one, anywhere between one and three students in each of my five classes had ex- already experienced a concussion by age 12 and 13. That's frightening to me. And that maybe is a, is a podcast episode for another day, but I felt that by being transparent, I could, um, like I said, get more patience from them and more understanding and more grace. And that's exactly what has happened each day. Even, you know, today kids were asking me, are you feeling better, Mrs. Danker? And, 
And I just love their compassionate side because a lot of times when you think about 12 and 13 year olds, they're very much into themselves. I I feel like we all are in different ways, but it's refreshing when they reach out and are seemingly genuinely concerned about how I'm doing. Um, So yeah, so I just wanted to share all about that experience because it was, like I said, very humbling And I learned a lot from having a concussion. I never want to go through it again, obviously, but it was definitely in a weird way, a really rewarding experience. Before I head out for today, I also wanted to remind you that if you haven't listened to episode 68 yet, listen to that. It is a longer episode. It's a conversation with illustrator Julia McGuigan. She has an amazing story to tell in her journey from being an educator to a full-time small business owner is one that you will really get a lot out of and learn a lot about Julia as well. If the podcast resonates with you, I would love it if you gave it a positive review. That's how others will discover it more easily. Also, if you want to connect on the socials, that info is in the show notes, but I hang out a lot on Instagram. You can find me there and follow me at christine.danker. Thanks for dropping in. And until next week, let your adventure begin. Peace.